up and welcome back to the HTWR podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Jane. And I'm Freddie Ham. Maddie Jane. Freddie. We are back, man. We're, we're back. I mean, I can't Finally. even. I, it's been 84 years. Like, what? It's, it's been 84 years. I, I don't remember the last time we've done this. Like, it's been 84 years. <laughs> wow. Yeah, can, wow. I'm, I hope we remember how to do this. I hope people remember us. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> if not, that's okay. But yeah, no, it's, I, I feel like it's like the first time all over again. I'm like, I what know, do I yeah. say? It feels like the first time, right? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm so happy though. Yeah, HT we are. Still messing with you. Still Washington football team. Still Freddie and Maddie Jane. Guess who's back? But listen, I am so pumped. Like football Same. is coming back. Woo! Best time of year. This time of year is, feels kinda like Christmas, like for us, you know? Yeah. I made it to camp. A lot of the other content creators made it to camp too. I know you made it to camp as well. It was a whole lot of fun, and the vibe is just different, right? Oh, 100%. Speaking of the vibe being different, we got to talk about this. It was amazing. It was so much fun. It was so cool. Friday Night Lights. Friday practice at FedEx was, I don't know if I can find the right word. Do you have a word for it? I honestly, I don't think I do because I think, I think when you experience something that's so different than what you're used to, I I think it's not only Freddie that it was different and the vibe was different. The feel was different. The atmosphere, it just felt more positive. It felt better, right? Also the fact that we were hanging out with all our people that we now know that community that we've grown in t- on Twitter in person and it was just like just how it is on Twitter it was so much fun right and all of that together it was just so completely different so the only thing I can think of is how different it was in such a good way I liken it to you know the lunch table when you're in school yeah when I went to camp mm-hmm. and got to meet up with Rio and got to meet up with Josh Taylor from Burgundy Network and Parker Hamlet from Sidelights Washington and of course the one and only the Sanchez Corey Sanchez on the (laughs) warpath and they were just all congregated in a group and I just stepped in I had my girl with me as well it was amazing and it just felt like you know it's like that's my lunch table yeah and got the same type of vibe when we went to Friday Night Lights, which by the way, it was an awesome idea. It was a great thing to do for fans. It was free. It was very, very cool. Got to meet some really cool people, put even more faces to names. And it was just different than anything else I've experienced. And you know, something that really, really struck me being at Friday Night Lights was the atmosphere and the fun. I mean, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice, right? And it had a game-like vibe to it and a positive vibe that I have not felt ever at that stadium. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I think if anything, it was like a precursor and it was like a, it got me so excited for, uh, it was cool because it was like, 
we with it being a practice and stuff we really could just kind of play around have fun if we wanted to go check out the food check out what's going on in the stadium we could you know what i mean it wasn't like we had to be locked into every down like it would be a game but that was great for this first time seeing each other for the season because it did get me so hype when we're gonna all when we may be around each other when there's actually a game going on and we're at fedex together and we're getting hyped together and watching our team go off together. I just cannot wait. I'm so excited. And plus, what's going to be happening at FedEx and in the stadium is going to be so different that I think everything is just going to be elevated. And I'm just ready for week one. Like, I am all in for week one. And, you know, it's funny because we've made the trip several times. And the closer we got to the stadium, once once we got there, you know, once you, once you get to that part of the highway or whichever way that you take to get to the stadium, when you like come over that hill, so to speak, and you yeah. see it. Yep. Like once we saw it, we had this moment. We like looked at each other and we was like, oh yeah, that, that vibe is there. Like you get like the jitters. It doesn't matter when you go to the stadium. Doesn't matter if it's to a game or if you're just going there. You just get this, you just get this feeling going there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just cannot explain the vibe. And I've been to several games at FedEx, but I can honestly say that I had more fun at this practice. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Than I have ever had at a game. I mean, and that had to do with the camaraderie, it had to do with the presentation. I mean, yeah. and the stadium looked nice. It's the nicest it's ever looked. It did. Ever. Like, yeah. I mean, they, ha they had that place nice. And then the really, really cool thing was all of these new initiatives that have been put into place where they're working on the whole the fan experience i mean we walked in and we heard music they had a live band set up playing yeah it was so cool it was just a party vibe in the way that you're not used to having in that stadium i mean we're we're used to having our stadium just overtaken by opposing fans yeah and honestly just being a miserable place truthfully being a miserable place we get up to the club level and they got all of the the taste of the DMV, the vendors, because they're bringing in you know all this new food and all this stuff. And you got the fan ambassadors up there. And I ran into Tailgate Ted. Shout out to Tailgate Ted for taking the time. It was awesome. And being able to you know sample all the cool food like the catfish and the sliders. And I did. I'm so upset. Did not get uh, one of the hog wild Sundays. <sighs> It's coming. We're, it's going to be there, yeah. right? We're going to, we have another chance. Oh, yeah. If Absolutely. not, I'm devastated. 100%. And then, <laughs> and then come to find out, because we got there a little bit late. Tanya Snyder was up there walking around, just chilling. I know Corey just casually met Doug Williams. Fred Smoot was up there. And even uh, Swaggy was there. That's so cool. Chris Baker. I actually saw Swaggy at training camp. I didn't say anything to him, but I knew. Because you know how I love, I, I love Chris Baker. And I saw him walking around the Friday evening that I went and I was like, that's Chris Baker. But I just didn't say anything because I was like, that's so cool that he's around. Like, I love that he's around, supporting, watching. I love that. And he hates the Eagles as much as you do. Manager. And I love that as well. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that could not attend or that only just saw the posts on, on social media, it's everything that everyone was saying that it was. And it's just going to be so much fun. And we got to tell you what to expect at FedEx Field this year is just a new level of fun and excitement and especially with because it starts with this with the team i mean the team in practice like they were having fun they were yelling to the fans in the stands chase and montez and th this was really really cool i mean chase and montez are joined at the hip yeah 
They really are. What's crazy is the funny thing is it, it wasn't a game, but we still did that thing where, where we all got up and started walking out like we we're about to do something else right at the time something exciting was gonna happen, right? Yeah. Uh, and we missed it. Of course it. we missed it. We missed, we missed it. it. And of course it was Terry. Yeah, tell the people what we missed. We missed Terry catching a bomb. I literally was sitting there the entire practice as we were watching and I'm like, go for it, go for it. Somebody just- we're Waiting for Terry. Right, because it's like, I mean, first of all, it's practice, so go for it. What are you doing? It's Fitz Magic. Hello. We know what he does. We know what he's about. So I'm just sitting here waiting, waiting, waiting. They're like, hey, let's go check out something. So I'm like, you know what? It's practice. We can do that. We turn around and we're like walking up. The crowd goes wild. I'm like, what the? And I look and I just look on the big screen. You just see Terry and Fitz going up, getting that chest bump. I'm like, are you? <laughs> but you know what? That's okay because that's not going to be the last time right it's first of many for us first of many in fedex field so we may have missed the first but i promise you i will not miss the next i gotta tell you uh, a guy that i've been watching and it's it's no secret and he's he's really stuck out and i think uh I think it was Josh Taylor. By the way, shout out to Josh Taylor. He was awesome at camp. He's just been great. He's doing really, really big time things now. Still associating with the little people too, which is cool. Um, he's been talking about, you know, St. Juice maybe being a, the starting outside corner. And and I think that that could happen too. I mean, he looks great and something that you don't, maybe you don't see until you see it in person. I mean, that's, that's a tall dude. He's big. He is a big corner and he's in there and he's holding his own against Terry McLaurin. Yeah, no, and I love it too because it's another one of those where I feel like it was like an Antonio Gibson moment during the draft when people are like, kind of like a why, uh, because he was a third rounder, right? St. Jesus yeah. to, and so people are like, oh, and now it's like, yep, once again, this is another, and at least maybe I was in the moment because you know, you get certain guys that you like that are still on the board and you're like, that's the guy. And when it's not that guy and it's a guy you've never heard of, you're like, oh, what are you doing? But uh, once again, I've been proven wrong. I'm sure a lot of us have. Well, we may be. We, we haven't seen it yet. But he really does look like he's been doing a lot of good things in camp so far. So I'm th that's one of those guys that I'm pumped in preseason to see, like, what's he going to do out there uh, in preseason. Like, I, I really am excited to see some of these guys and see what they do in a couple days. Maddie Jane, you know I'm excited about the corner, about the DBs, because you know how I'm about DBs, especially safeties. Shout out to Cam Curl. Cam Curl playing free safety, which I, I've kind of come around to that whole idea of Cam Curl and Landon Collins back there playing strong. Yeah. I, mean, I like that. I mean, the greatest safety probably to ever play the game made a switch from strong to free safety and thrive. That's a good point. Uh, I don't have to say his name. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. But I know, you know, speaking of third round picks, like we said with St. Juice, uh, there's a third round pick uh, that I think <laughs> I think you're pretty high on and uh, I know was getting a lot of attention from uh, a lot of people in the stands. I know you had your eyes glued on him as well. That single digit number, right? Yeah. That's, I, I feel like, listen, I'm just going to put it out there. I have this feeling that Washington is no longer going to miss in the third round. Washington is a third round type of team now because we got Terry, we got Antonio. Diami, 
come on now. And we just talked about St. Juice, right? Both third rounders. Diami looks, I, I would say as advertised, but I think he looks better than advertised because I think a lot of people, and we we all know it, right? He didn't have to do much at UNC because, you know, he was fast enough to get by anybody he was playing against, right? So he just go routes and he was, he was making plays. But he was getting, I, I know I, I'm sounding crazy right now. It didn't seem like many C, like cornerbacks were sticking with him like he was getting separation he was getting the ball a lot like he was finding spots and zones like he was he was playing like a guy that's not a rookie in practice in my opinion from what we saw he looked almost polished I don't know that's just what I was seeing like I was like man this guy looks ready he looks ready. Yeah, the crazy thing in college, and one of the knocks on him why he went later was the whole not being able to run a full route tree, basically having, you know, just a small selection of routes, and it's not that he could not run those routes, it's that he wasn't asked to. Right. You know, and they lined him up uh, on, on the left side of the field, it's some ridiculous percentage of, uh, of time. Um, and, you know, he'd just go because he could just run by everybody. But make no mistake, he's been working on his route running. And, I mean, and, and who better? Who better to be right alongside than Terry McLaurin, who is, I mean, he is the route running, you know, master. Yeah. It, it, you know what I mean? It, it, it's amazing to me. It's amazing how, how good he is. And him right there with Terry and being able to really, really utilize his skills. I would not be surprised. I would not be shocked at all if you didn't see, uh, you know, Diami on the outside opposite of Terry, you know, quite a bit. And, and it's interesting. We're going to talk about this in just a little bit, uh, the way that the depth chart is set up, too. I mean, and then what's really, really cool is you see all this speed on the field and uh, the Sanchez, Corey Sanchez said it a while ago that now, I mean, we've got more speed than, than a drug dealer, you know, and it's really true. We've got all of this outside speed and it's amazing to me. I cannot wait to see what happens when defenses can no longer key on Terry. Yeah. They can't just key on Terry because we've got too much speed. And then, oh, by the way, we've got Antonio Gibson back in his second year. And we've got Logan Thomas, who we re-signed to a, a three-year deal, which shout out to Logan Thomas. Very, very well deserved. I mean, and that was something you got to give it up to the organization and the coaches finding these these bargain bin players and getting the level of production that we're getting out of them you know and taking a chance that maybe some other teams don't want to take i mean but it's paying off big time so i mean you you got to give got to give props to logan thomas oh whoop you yep you did it it went there yep you went there all right, all right it's time you want to remember the little red button yeah. Push the button, Maddie Jane. Push the little red button. Let's get into props. Okay, so props. I, I want to say props this week, but it's been it's been a lot of weeks, right? So yeah. I mean, this is this is basically what this is first episode of the new season, right? This is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the very very first props of the year, albeit in the preseason. Okay, but it still counts. Number one, very first first. Yeah. Yeah, see, I can't even talk. It's been so long, I can't talk no more. Very first props. And I think we just got one, and it's both of us together. So who are we, who are we giving props to Maddie Jane? 
well, Freddie, this person that is getting props, there's a reason that we only have one prop. It's because he deserves all the props. Okay, he really does. He's the man. I gotta be honest, I'm obsessed with him. I think he's the greatest. I really do. Got so much love in my heart for him. The props this week go to no other than Joey Colby Begovich. There's so many things we could say about him. Oh, I yeah. Well, Sam. Sam. I, I mean, <laughs> listen. You, you, you want me to list them off? You want me to list them off, Maddie Jane? Can I list it? It's yes. been a while. List it's it. been a while. So remember how to do Lay, this. Okay. Lay down We're going to list it. We're going to list it now. Okay. First of all, he is just so nice. Like, yes. he is just the nicest dude. You know how you, you meet people or you come upon people sometime and you can, t like, they're being nice, but you can, like, tell it's fake. Yeah. With Joey, it is the realest. Like, he has got, okay, he's got a great smile, right? Oh, he's suave. He's, he, he's, he he's, he's a handsome he's man. He's debonair. Yes. He, yes. he really Very tall. Is. Very tall. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I suave, mean, debonair, nice, just just a genuine dude and and down to earth right right and for someone who who does what he does and and is able to do his job in, in such a good way if we want to use athletic terms uh, perform at such a high level <laughs> uh he is just the just the chillest just the most real dude you know and we have him to thank for so much i mean it's so much of what happened on friday and what you're gonna see the stadium experience i mean and props to jason wright as well finally got to meet jason that was very cool um, yes. bringing joey in with his background in entertainment i mean and it showed immediately yes and that's what's been really really cool is like he came in and he didn't just give us lip service because he could have i mean we we had uh you know the the zoom call or whatever with him a few months ago and you know, it's like, yeah, okay, this all sounds nice, blah, 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 blah. We, we hear every year about how the stadium experience is going to be, be made better, and it's not. Um, but it was just fantastic. It was literally like night and day. And speaking of night, we want to talk about what happened when the sun went down. It was lit. Literally. It was literally lit. I like the pyro oh and the lasers. I'm just imagining this happening after a touchdown, after a win. I'm like, ooh, like it was beautiful in the moment, but I'm just like vision casting to the future. And I'm like, this is going to be, I mean, this is just going to be so cool. The intensity is going to go up a million notches on game day. On the Thursday night game, I can't wait. The fact that we're going to be there. Oh, yeah. It, it's gonna be so good, y'all. I'm telling you, if you don't have tickets and if there are tickets available, get them. Because I'm telling you, if you didn't see what happened on Friday, if it's any indicator, and I believe that it is, it is going to be electric in that stadium. And we need, it, we need to be electric for Washington, okay? We can't let the Giants come in there and overtake it. It is our stadium, it's our moment. We need to be up in there getting pumped, okay? Because there's gonna be plenty of opportunities. It is going to be incredible. I'm calling it now. And it was so cool, like, because right after that got done and we're walking out and there's Joey with his daughter, which, by the way, cutest adorable. little girl. So cute. Totes, totes adorbs, right? Yes. Um, but we're walking out and uh, and we every single one of us, all of the all of the content creators, we all made it a point to go up to Joey and say thank you. And again, such a humble dude, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, come on, I'm like, you got to take some credit, man. It's like, dude, you did this. You know, uh, it's it, Freddie. It, Freddie was bowing to him, and he wouldn't let it happen. Fred and Freddie was bowing to the man. We're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> 
So just that's that's how humble he Freddie's down on his knees bowing and Joey's like no 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 it was it was a sight okay it was fantastic it was it was awesome speaking of awesome too uh, I mean we've we've been talking about it uh, this whole episode but how awesome it was get to get to meet everybody get to put a face to a name um, and, and getting to meet some of the fan ambassadors as well. I mean, shout out to everyone um, uh, getting to meet uh, Todd from Tay and Todd, Uh which hopefully we'll be able to do something with them this season. That'll be awesome. Um, Like I said, uh, Parker, Josh, Rio, Steven Johnson, Kyle from Burgundy Zone. This is Kyle from the Burgundy Zone, and you're listening to the HT We Are podcast. John. John Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's just... Just so many awesome, awesome people. Um, and like I said, yeah, and, and fan ambassadors as, as, as well at Washington Hokie. See, I just know everyone by their Twitter handle. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and of course, big, big shout out to Chris Bryant. Yeah. Uh, Hog Farmer Chris. It was so good uh, to see him, and we got to enjoy that last little bit, that pyro show with him, take a really, really cool picture, you know. Um, and shout out to all the hog farmers, uh, not only for the work that they do, but they're good friends of ours, and and a lot of them have been going through some personal stuff, and especially uh, you know with Chris. Chris just lost his father, and uh, you know it was so good to see him back in his element with his people, and truly, and that's that's what it's all about, and that's the wonderful thing about being able to do this kind of stuff is it bringing everybody together and us being able to celebrate and and have a good time, even in the midst of. You know, maybe when things in in all of our lives aren't going so well, uh, you know, we still have we have the team and we have each other, um, and it's amazing. And the best part is, you know, we got a team that makes us feel good now. Yeah. Speaking of feeling good, uh, feels good that we finally have a game. You know, a lot of people say, you know, the game doesn't mean anything, and the same thing happens to me every year. I get super super pumped for the per- first preseason game, and then I get past the first quarter, and I'm like. Okay, I want real football. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. But I I think like we've talked about, I think there's going to be some guys that it's going to be exciting to see what they can bring in the preseason. So as as tired as we're probably going to get of it by the first game, (laughs) I, I am excited to some extent to see some of these guys earn their way onto the roster because I do think there's going to be some guys that are pushing for spots and that I think are going to show up and show out. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see where the depth chart falls uh, by the end of preseason. Yeah, speaking of the depth chart, uh, Washington put out the first official depth chart of the season. Uh-oh. And of course, there's always a surprise in there or two. You know, I, I mean, It's like Cracker Jacks. Yeah, on offense, I mean, everything... <laughs> Everything pretty much made sense to me. I'm kind of interested to see, you know, they have Wes Schweitzer penciled in at the starter at left guard. I wonder if Eric Flowers will push to start there. Um, and then there's also, you know, the S- Sadiq Charles situation too. Um, they have him listed at right guard, and they also have him backing up Sam Cosme. Um, and there were some reports, you know, Sam Cosme was getting beaten like a drum uh, early in camp, and... My response to those people is, he is blocking Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> he's, he's going against the, right? the best guys the NFL I mean, has to on. offer, maybe, at this point. And then the reports are now. that he's actually starting to do better. So, you know, I mean, 
that's good. I mean, it's gonna. It's there's nothing better for him than this type of level of competition off the bat. So honestly, if he turns out to be like this great, I mean, I think it'll be because of his hard work and everything. But if he turns out to be really good, I'm telling you, that's con that contributed. Like off the bat, you're going against some of the best. Yeah, of course you're gonna get beat probably at first, but listen, what a learning experience. What a great opportunity for him. So tell you what really strikes me too about the depth chart, just looking at it, and especially when you look at the defense, obviously. But just look on down the line and I'm looking at it and I've never really looked at the first depth chart of the season and thought to myself, oh yeah, that looks like a good, good, good football team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it does. Yeah. It looks like a good, good football team. I wanted to ask you because I got to ask you about your favorite position, Mads. So, I mean, we saw it a lot when <laughs> uh, Fitzpatrick was checking it down. He was checking it down to Adam Humphreys. Yeah. And they got Adam Humphreys, you know, penciled in at slot receiver. I mean, do you see anyone pushing him there? I mean, they got uh, Steven Sims listed as his backup, and they still have Curtis Samuel listed as the number two receiver. But I kind of envision, you know, and I'm not a coach. I don't know. But, you know, Deami Brown is listed second behind Terry McLaurin. But you always want to get your best players on the field. And, and I was kind of thinking, you know, week one, it could be, Terry on the outside, Yami opposite, and Curtis Samuel in the slot. I totally think that that, it, that makes sense. I think that that... I would like to see that happen because I think we could all see it when, when Curtis, for the past few years in Carolina, when Curtis has been in the slot, he's been performing incredibly well. He is great in the slot. So why not work with that? I think you're right. I think... If Diami is what we're looking at, say he comes out in the preseasons just dominating, you know, obviously they've seen him in practice, they know what he is. If he is what we think he might be able to be, I think that is absolutely the right decision. Terry, Diami, and you've got Curtis Samuel in the spot in the slot. And if you have that and, and Diami is really good, I think that's an incredible incredible set of receivers i think that it's so funny because these past few years you know we had we got terry in and and all that good stuff so we always had one like really good guy but but it has been you know a lot of these guys that it's like the cam sims and the kelvin Harmons and that and there's nothing wrong with that i think they're solid receivers but i really think this year could prove to be a year where we have some like we have a set of good receivers so that's what i'm hoping for honestly of course i'm hoping for whoever is like you said the best guys that are out there so whoever ends up performing the best put them out there but i think terry diami and curtis samuel would be uh, pretty dynamic with logan thomas and then you know who knows maybe bates or seals jones whoever whoever ends up being that other i, I think there's weapons there and i think that uh i think they're also probably going to use curtis as like a gadget player um, so having him as a gadget player, having Antonio as a gadget player, we've talked about it a lot. Okay, Scott Turner has a couple seasons where he can kind of prove like, is he a, is he an offensive coordinator? Is he a guy that can be an offensive coordinator? And I think a lot of us said like this year is going to be the year to really find that out. I think he has the weapons where if it doesn't work, I think that we can look to, okay, how's the scheme? Because I really think there are guys here this year that you should be able to get really good production out of. Yeah, like he's got the weapons. He's going to prove yes. if this year, if he's really got the stuff or if he's just trading on his dad's name. This is the audition for sure. Right, right. Um, I like what you said about uh, Curtis Samuel maybe being a gadget player because I've been thinking about since we signed him, you know, having uh, him and Gibson in the backfield. I, oh. I mean, you have him and Gibson in, in the backfield and it, like, what are you going to do? 
Right. And I start rubbing my hands together and I start shaking my head and I'm like, oh, let's go, let's go, right? Okay, so real quick, because we got this preseason game coming up, Maddie Jane. Mm -hmm. You always offer the hottest of the takes as far as like, who's going to score, who's going to do what. So to you, tell me that. <sighs> Tell me this. It's a two-parter question, okay? Okay. The first part is, because you know the starters aren't going to play much. Right. They're going to play like one series, maybe two. Right. You know, and if the first series is good, that's it. The starters, first series, are we going to score a touchdown and who is going to score it? if we do that's a solid question okay i'm your holder i just need you to kick the ball I, I got you so my prediction is the washington football team starters on their first drive in this preseason game against the patriots they will score a touchdown and that it's going to be logan thomas it's gonna be fitzpatrick to logan thomas it's gonna be fitzpatrick to logan thomas i'm torn because it's either gonna be a touchdown or Fitzy's gonna throw a pick. It's gonna be one of the other two. I don't see it being a field goal. So it's gonna be, but I'm going for the positivity, okay? I'm, I'm going, I'm rolling with the team. I'm being positive and optimistic. Fitzpatrick to Logan Thomas for the touchdown. All right, you heard it here first. Maddie Jane said it, book it, put it on record. She put okay. it on record, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Can I can I throw one oh, to oh, you, Freddie? Oh, since we're in this oh. in this. Okay. Mode? I thought we were done. Yeah. No. Go ahead. No. no go ahead. I, I need to. We. You need to have a okay, prediction okay. as well. So then next week we can say, right. or next time we get together we can say. Well, you know, well, it's gonna be next week because we're back. You right. You right. We back. Okay. So I'm gonna take you to the defensive okay. side. Okay. Right. Is there going to be an interception on Thursday? And if so, who's getting the pick? Oh, absolutely. There's going to be an interception. Okay. Yes. And you, oh, come on. We, we were talking about him earlier. Listen, there's going to be an interception, okay? And it's going to be Benjamin St. Juice. All right. Okay. I'll take and it. And he's, he's going to make that pick. He might even take it to the house. Okay. <gasps> and I'm going to be sitting there and I'm going to be eating my poutine. <laughs> um, and it's going to be beautiful. But no, nah, no. Nah, I actually, th this is what I really think. I think that, I think it's going to be St. Juice, but I think it's going to be off of a tip. Okay. That's what I think. So that's makes sense. That's my bold, Montez Sweat is the ultimate, right? and Durant. I mean, all these guys. Really. Well, the linebackers but too. Depending. Know, so, I mean, right. Yeah, right, right. I, I think. Oh, you know what? Cole Holcomb. He's gonna have a breakout season this year. I really think he will. Um, I mean, he's he's been playing with swag. Like he just wants to. He just wants to hit somebody. I know he got a little overzealous. He's, he is hitting yeah, people. He doesn't just want to. He's doing yeah. it. We saw yeah, it he in got person. the he got the tongue lashing from from Ron Rivera for hitting the quarterback. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Okay, book it. Book it. Yeah. That's some good predictions right That's there. We're, we're, are we taking them to the house? Like St. Juice, we'll, we'll find hey, out. And we'll come back to it, and we'll see what happens. We'll see how horribly we got it all wrong next week. <laughs> I, think that, I think that would be fun, though, Freddie. What if we start doing something like that yeah. every week where we have some type of prediction and find out? Because if we do this every week, sure. like, something's going to come true at some point. Maybe. Like, we're going to be right at some what if, point, what right? What if we keep score? And then we'll see what happens at the end of the season. We could do something very Ooh. cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like and that. And you know what? We've got some other... Can't let everything out of the bag right now. It's just a preseason. No, 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 no. But no. just so everybody knows, we got some cool stuff in store. We got some more tricks and surprises up our sleeve. You know, oh, and we're dropping that mixtape. We're dropping that mixtape. <laughs> it's going to be hot fire. Because I spit hot fire. It's it's gonna be hot fire. The only person using profanity is gonna be Freddie. I'm not gonna y'all y'all talking about it and y'all just gotta know y'all gotta know what's up. But so uh, Maddie Jane like, does, does, does not fire. have to like you. Cause, well, see for you, you actually have a vocabulary, though. So. <laughs> 
It's all good. Oh, well, man. Uh, mm. <laughs> you know what? This is fun. Why don't we do this next week, huh? Yeah? I mean, yeah. yeah I okay. feel like this could be something that we, I could get used that to. Sounds good. Well, hey, everybody, listen. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Thank you so much for uh, continuing to keep it tuned to HTWR. We took that break this summer. Much, much needed break. But listen, we are back and we're going to be with you every single week through the regular season as well. As we said, got some really, really cool stuff in store. And yo, until next week, remember, we all hail together. It's what we do. It's who we are. HT, we are. Peace.